Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Good evening, church family. It's good to talk with you again, and I want to welcome you to our Wednesday night service, and I appreciate you being willing to join with us this evening, and let's join together in prayer and ask God to bless us. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, we thank you and praise you for all your love, and we praise you for the privilege that you give us this evening to join together our hearts in worship of you and study of your word, and we thank you, Father, for the instruction and the direction and the guidance that your word gives to us and so lord we praise you and we love you and we and lord we just pray that you would help us to come uh into your presence with a pure heart lord that our hearts might be uh clean of all the the wrong and the things that we've done in our life that might hinder us from hearing your word and father i pray that you would cleanse us of our unrighteousness and make us whole once again that we might be able to come together in your love and and Lord that we might be able to enjoy the fellowship of your spirit in our lives this evening. Father, we praise you. We pray that your blessings will be upon each one as we seek to grow closer to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, I want to ask you this evening if you will turn in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. And and what I want to ask you to do is look with me at this passage of Scripture and and uh, what uh, we need to first know first of all is is that this uh, section of scripture is a petition by Paul uh, to draw the uh, the members of the church at Corinth to uh, understand uh, the need of uh, people in uh, Jerusalem. Uh, what was happening was is that uh, there was a great need for uh, funds to help support uh, the church in Jerusalem because uh, of uh, possibly uh, uh, a great need of uh, the uh, uh, possibly stemming from the fact that the church was growing so quickly and uh, they were seeking to to help out the widows uh, and to help those who are less fortunate, the poor and the needy. And so there was an overwhelming abundance of need within the church. There was uh, a great poverty that was being experienced by the church in Jerusalem. And so what Paul was doing was he was uh, reaching out to the congregations that he helped to start and the fledgling congregations that were uh, throughout his uh, area of, of ministry and and seeking to, to collect an offering uh, to take back to Jerusalem to help uh, those who are in need. And so he was uh, reaching out to the uh, church there at uh, Corinth uh, and trying to, to encourage them to help give. And uh, so we read this passage of Scripture uh, in Second Corinthians chapter 8 uh, about his petition to the church at Corinth for needed funds. Uh, and he was uh, trying to help 
them to understand uh, that uh, uh, they needed to take uh, the uh, example of the church at Macedonia, uh, because Macedonia was a church that uh, had uh, great poverty, and yet they gave a great deal. And so uh, we come together in this passage of Scripture and and. Second uh, Corinthians chapter eight, verses one through five, and he says, "Now, brethren, we wish uh, to make known to you the grace of God, which has been given in the churches of Macedonia, that in a great ordeal of affliction, their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of their liberality. For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave of their own accord, begging us with much urging for the favor of participation in the support of the saints. And this, not as we had expected, but they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. And so we urge Titus that as he had previously made a beginning, uh, so we would also uh, complete in you this gracious work as well. And so uh, what, what we uh, come to this passage of Scripture is uh, to understand what is it that God wants of us? What is it that, that God desires? And, and what is God seeking to teach us in this passage of Scripture? And what I, I believe that uh, we uh, can answer in terms of, of what does God really want from us is, is that uh, uh, what God wants more than anything is that He wants uh, to give us the heart of His Son. Uh, just like uh, uh, so many of us understand the, the desire of, of our Father, uh, our Heavenly Father, is, is that uh, He gave to us uh, his heart he gave to us uh, Jesus Christ he gave uh, the greatest thing in his heart was uh, his love of Jesus Christ and he gave Jesus uh, to us on the cross of Calvary so that we might have an understanding of his love and so that we might have an understanding of uh, of who uh, he is and what he did was is he uh, God loves us so much that He gave uh, the heart of His own Son for you. And the reason that He did it was because of grace. Uh, we'll never understand uh, the Bible unless we understand the story of grace. Grace is simply God giving to us what we do not deserve. God created this world but he didn't have to. God created you, but he didn't have to. He didn't have to create us. He didn't have to create the world. He he uh, he knew what would happen uh, when he created us. That a man would sin, and yet he he uh, he created us in spite of that. Uh, grace is God is simply God giving us what we don't deserve, and God uh, gave us. His Son, uh, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for our sins. But He didn't have to give us His love. He didn't have to give us His grace. He didn't have to give us Jesus Christ 
uh, but he did because he loves us and he wants to extend to us his grace. God offers every person an opportunity to receive eternal life and to go to heaven, but he didn't have to do that. It's all about God's grace. And the passage that we're looking at tonight uh, is about God's grace, God extending his grace. Uh, And God really wants for us to understand his grace. Paul was, uh, as I said, was on a journey taking an offering for the needy saints in Jerusalem. And he was asking the church at Corinth to contribute. But what Paul was trying to explain to the church at Corinth really was grace. And he used the group of Christians at uh, a place called Macedonia to illustrate what God really wants. First of all, God wants to know uh, God, God wants us to know his grace. Uh, look with me if you will at this passage of scripture. It says uh, uh, we draw notice to you or uh, we wish to make known to you. God wants us to understand his grace. We wish to make known to you the grace of God which has been given to us and given as an example of us by the church in Macedonia because of their... uh, And so what God wants us to understand is His grace. And so how does He do that? How does God want us to know His grace? God wants us to understand His grace by showing us uh, the Macedonian church. They knew the grace of God. They did not just know about the grace of God. They knew uh, uh, the grace of God because of the things that they were going through. They experienced God's grace. They knew the grace of God. It says in verse 2, in much testing by reason of adversary uh, through going through a lot of hard times. This wonderful joy and deep poverty having overflowed in much generosity uh, that through great ordeal of affliction their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed in the wealth of their liberality. They understood God's grace. They knew God's grace. How did they know that grace? Because that grace had been applied to their life. And what God wants us to understand is to know His grace. They, these, these people in Macedonia understood grace because grace had been applied to them. They had gone through a great deal of affliction in their life. And so they understood during their poverty, during this deep poverty that they endured, They endured an abundance of joy. How? How did they know this joy? Because God's uh, wealth of liberality, of grace, had been um, applied to their life. God's grace had been given to them. uh, Paul says, For I testify that according to their ability and beyond their ability, they gave of their own accord. He says, I understand and know 
the grace that God has given them because I, uh, they have an abundance of the joy of God in their life. They have a great liberality of the joy of God in their life uh, because of what they have gone through in their life. A deep down poverty that has flowed out of the wealth of in their generosity. They are, uh, and so what Paul is saying is, is I want you to look at this church at Macedonia. They know grace. They experience God's grace. And look, uh, in this time of going through hardship in this time of 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 knowing uh, problems in our life, I want you to understand that in poverty, in difficulty, in struggle, we can understand the grace of God. This church at, at Macedonia that Paul was pointing to for the church at Corinth, he said they understand God's grace. They know God's grace. Why? Because they've been through a great ordeal and God has given to them an overflow of abundance of grace. And so what I want you to understand is is to know and to experience the grace of God. God's grace is evident when we have such great need. And as you go through this time of great need, as you go through this time of great difficulty, as you experience hardship and struggle in your life, I want you to see the grace of God in your life. I want you to understand the grace that God is is pouring out to you in your life. I want you to see where God has poured out His grace, this unmerited love, this unmerited and unwarranted uh, love that God is is pouring out to you and I want you to see that I want you to understand that I want you to to realize that that all that that is going on in your life is because of the grace of God this church in Macedonia knew the grace of God because they had been through such a hard and difficult time you can see their gladness. You can see the great joy in their life. You can understand and know that God's grace has been applied to their life because they have such great joy. They have such great gladness. It's overflowing in their life. And you can see it in the wealth of their generosity. You can see it in in how willing they are to help other people. Why? Because they know and understand how difficult life can be. They can know they know and understand how great God's love has been applied to their life because when they were in the depths of their need, God showed a great abundance of His grace, a great abundance of His love. And so what I want you to understand is, is that, and I want you to see is the grace of God that was poured out to this church in Macedonia. They had a great need. They had such a great overwhelming of poverty in their life. And because of that poverty in their life, God showed them grace. And I want you to see the joy that is in their life because of what God has done for them. 
Secondly, I want you to understand that what God wants you to see is not just His grace, but I want you to see the change that comes because of grace. The change that comes because of their grace. They... they uh, not only was the grace of God applied to their life and and they had such great joy as a because of the of the grace of God that was poured out on their life, but they have such an overwhelming desire to share what God has blessed with them. They have a, an abundance of God's grace in their life and they have such an earnest desire to give to do for others and rather than wanting to just hoard all the things that God has given they really know God's grace because they have such great joy the joy is overwhelming in their life their their joy is 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 just bubbling over in their life and verse 4 says they're begging us with great insistence that they have the privilege of joining in the opportunity to give to others. Let me tell you something. You don't know grace until you have an overwhelming of God's grace in your life. You just don't understand grace until you have an overwhelming desire to show God's grace to other people. And what I want you to understand is, is that if you've truly been going through hardship in your life and God's grace has been applied to you, then you will have an overwhelming joy in your life and have an earnest desire to share God's grace with others. In the midst of your uh, difficulty, in the midst of your problems, in the midst of your struggles, God's grace will overwhelm your life to the point where you will have a desire to share with others God's grace and what God has done for you and what God is doing in your life and what God desires to to share with you. And you know, uh, not only will you have God's grace in your life, but you'll have a desire to share it with others, to share the love of God in your life, to share what God is doing in your life, and to share the abundance of God's love and God's grace in your life. What else does it say here? He says, they've begged with great insistence that they might have the permission of joining in the service to to the Jerusalem saints. And they did this not just as we had hoped, but most importantly, by giving themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God, so that we requested Titus that as he had previously begun this gracious service of them uh, for them, so he would also bring the same service to completion for you. Not only did God does God want to see uh, want us to see His grace in our life, but God wants us to share that grace with others. God wants us to share His grace with uh, with uh, uh, others so much so that 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 we ought to beg for the opportunity, beg for the privilege of sharing God's grace with other people. And you see, God doesn't just simply want to bestow upon us grace. He wants to over overflow our life with His grace to the point where we desire to share it with others. And the third thing is, is that God wants us not only to have grace and to share grace, 
but by sharing uh, God's grace with others and 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 sharing what God has done uh, in us, God wants to instill within us His grace so that we would uh, adopt His His desire to to not only have his grace and to share grace but to share the desire with others that they would understand and know God's grace to the point where they would share God's grace with others as well he says it's my hope it's my prayer that you would allow them to see uh, uh, to share the what God has done in, in their life to the point where it's their desire that the Corinth church would see what God's grace has done in their life to the point that they would be abounding in in God's love and share that fervent zeal of having God's grace applied to their life and share that grace with others. You see, God's grace is a life-changing grace. God's grace doesn't just simply overwhelm us with with what we need in our life uh, and and give us His great joy, but God also wants us to to share His grace to the point where it's life-changing in our life, in the life of those that we share His grace uh, with as well. So the point that is that that God's grace fills our life. He fills us with great joy. He gives us so much grace that it, that He wants us to abound in giving to others His grace. And God also desires that it will be life-changing, that it will change our life in giving His grace to others, that it will uh, change the lives of those who we bless with His grace. And God's grace is blessed in their life as well. And so uh, my hope is for you to understand that in the midst of all of the turmoil and the difficulty and the struggles that you're facing today, that you will see God's grace, God's grace in your life, and that your life will be overflowing with the joy of God because His His grace is overflowing and overwhelming in your life. And that God's grace will overflow in you to the point where you will desire to share God's love and God's grace to others and that your that your joy might be complete to the point where you would share that love with others that grace with others God wants for us to see his grace he says uh brethren we wish to make known to you the grace of God which is given to the church at Macedonia that in a great ordeal of affliction their abundance of joy and their deep poverty overflowed with a, a, a in the wealth of their liberality he says for I testify that according to the ability and beyond their ability they gave of their own accord why did they give of their own accord because God's grace had been overflowing he says I'm begging us with much urgency for the favor of participating in the support of the saints and this not as we did expect but they first gave themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. You see, they were able to understand and know the will of God in their life by giving of the grace of God liberally 
much more so than than Paul even expected. They were able to know the will of God in their life by giving of themselves, giving liberally, giving of the abundance of God's grace in their life, and and by giving of the grace of God, they were filled with the joy of God, and they were able to exceed. Uh, expectations. Why? Because God's will had been shown in their life that they would give and that they would give uh, uh, urgently the love of God, the will of God. And through uh, they gave of themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. You see, they, they gave of themselves to the Lord. They were able to do this because God had filled them with His grace. They gave of themselves to the Lord and to us by the will of God. It's my hope and prayer that you will give of yourself. You see, this is how you're able to give of yourself to God. That His grace will fill you so greatly that you will be willing to share His grace with others. And then in doing so, that they will be filled with God's grace as well. And that that grace will fill them to the point that it will change their life. It's my hope and prayer that we would all, in this time of great need, in this time of great urgency, this time of great uh, poverty in our life because of the things that we're enduring uh, because of this coronavirus and and staying at home, that God's grace would fill us. God's grace would so fill our lives that we would have the joy of God overflowing, that we would give abundantly so that others would understand God's grace, that we would know God's grace that they would have an experience of God's grace, that their lives would be filled with God, God's grace and love, that they too would share, be able to share and understand and know the grace of God in their life, and that they would, they would understand God's will and share God's love, God's grace with others as well. This is how we come to know God's will in our life. That by doing so, uh, by sharing God's grace to others, that they would be transformed by the grace of God and share His love with others in their life. That's what it is to be a disciple. That we as disciples of Jesus Christ would make disciples of others and that they would become disciples and make disciples of others as well. And so let's join together in prayer. Dear Gracious Father, Lord, help us to experience Your grace so greatly that we enjoy, would give of ourselves so liberally that others would understand and know Your grace and be so filled with Your grace that they would give to others as well. Lord, Father, we pray that You would help us to experience the great joy of giving of ourselves to You and to others and so that we would understand and know Your grace fully and know Your will. What do You want from us in in our lives? That we would give of the grace of God that's been given to us, that we would give it to others. 
Lord, we pray that you would help us to give liberally that which you've given so greatly to us, your love and your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much, church, for being with us this evening. Thank you so much for sharing in God's Word and for studying God's Word. I pray that God would bless you in the reading and the studying of His Word. It's my prayer that you would share this with your family, with others in your life, and that they too might understand and know God's will for them, and that you would share with others abundantly. Remember... If you will, please pray about what God would have you to give to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. Uh, 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 Lottie Moon, uh, I mean the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Uh, Boy, boy, that's a mix up. We're giving the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. We still need to, uh, to complete our offering to give. And if you haven't already given and you uh, feel led of God to give, please let Miss Betty and, or Mr. Fred know that you want to give and that you're sending them an offering so that they'll know to wait for your offering before they send it in. They need to send that in by the end of this month. And it's our hope and prayer that we'll meet our goal. Uh, please let them know if you have an offering that you're trying to, to give. Please don't forgive to give an offering to the Lord, uh, to our church, so that we might continue to serve and continue to function as a church. Don't forget to, just because we haven't been gathering together, to give to God uh, an offering what He desires of us to give. Give like Paul desired that we might share the grace of God, what God's grace has been given to us, that our joy might be full in giving so that others might understand and know the grace of God and the will of God, that they might understand and know God's desire for their life, to know God's grace in their life as well. Thank you so much, church, for listening. Listen to the heart of God and what He would have you to do. Not what I'm saying, but what God's will is for your life, what God is saying and speaking to you in your life. God bless.